So in general, us transforming to a center is, it was encouraged also by the administration of Qatar University. So we found the support to expand and uh, make more students, of course, benefit from what we can offer to them. Mainly we focus on providing the tools to the students where they can use it to innovate and to, to engage and to learn more about science. Students, they, they don't have the confidence that they have the ability to invent or create. They just don't have the confidence. Sometimes they don't even see themselves as inventors or finding a, a solution, a practical solution. We have seen the change. We have seen these students transform to a better person with more capabilities. So it's really overwhelming uh, journey. It's really important to kind of focus on individual students and encourage them to be themselves instead of existing within a bubble. It was really fascinating idea and an environment was created to join these uh, students from two different ages into the same goal, which is like increase the love and passion and motivation towards STEM. Welcome to our podcast. Thank you so much for speaking with us today. Uh, it's really great to have you here with us. My name is Anto Mohsin. Uh, joining me today is one of the Science Journal team member and also a Northwestern University student, Asma Nakib. Hi, everyone. Hi. <laughs> Thank you for having us. Oh, yeah, it's our pleasure. Can you please tell us about yourself? First of all, we're very glad to be here. Uh, my name is uh, Rob Ali. I am a chemical engineer, uh, graduated from Qatar University. Uh, I joined the, the center uh, back in 2014. Uh, the center was actually a program called Al Bayrak Program. Last year, we became the Qatar University Young Scientist Center. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, Robo talks much about the center, <laughs> so I can introduce myself. Uh, first, uh, I thank you for yeah, having us today. Uh, and my name is Shahad Al Khair. I'm electrical engineering uh, graduate. I start working in Qatar University Young Scientist Center since four years ago, and uh, it's been my pleasure uh, to be part of the center and uh, uh, the vision that it carries through trying to transforming the education through Qatar and, and uh, among the Qatari youth too. Great. Yeah. So you mentioned about the center. Uh, uh, it's actually called Qatar University Young Scientist Center yes. or Al-Bayrak. Can you please uh, tell us a little bit more about QUYSC? When was it founded? Um, where is it based? Uh, what are some of it, its activities? So uh, Qatar University Young Scientist Center was actually founded in 2020. And as my colleague Ruba was saying, it started initially as a program in 2010 and have been transformed uh, into, a student, uh, into a center in 2020. And uh, the, the, the center uh, main goal is to increase the youth interest in uh, or K-12 students in science, engineering, technology, and math, which is STEM. And uh, by actually involving these students from different grades uh, into workshop and programs that will promote different skills in these students that they will need to become the future pioneer uh, to, to actually help uh, or aim to uh, what we can say that's uh, to achieve the 2030 vision. Vision in, in Qatar, yeah, exactly. If I may ask, um, what's the difference between when it was a program and now that it is a center? 
I think, uh, first of all, I'd like to say that when we became a program, it was like the beginning of COVID. It was uh, the early, early 2020. You mean when yeah. we, you when, started yeah, as, a, as, a start, start, as a center? Yeah, yeah. yeah in 2020. Yeah, so the main thing is like the, it's an expansion of the program. Now us becoming uh, a bigger center, we have the ability to include more students in, in our program and offer more, uh, more opportunities for them uh, to join the different programs. Uh, we are able now to make more partnerships with uh, entities from the university and from outside the, uh, the university as well. So in general, us transforming to, uh, uh, to a center, is, it was encouraged also by the administration of Qatar University. So we found the support to expand and uh, make more students, of course, benefit from what we can offer to them. That's great. And, and both of you work at the center. Yes. Uh, uh, what are your roles, if I may ask? We, uh, we are both our research assistants in the center and our main responsibility, of course, is to uh, deliver to students these STEM workshops and work on them also on scientific research done in the school and at the university as well. Uh, beside also developing the curriculums that these students will join throughout the workshops that we give. It's an important part of our, yes. Yes. Of our work that is behind the scene, preparing the workshops, preparing the materials and kids. And then what we what yes. shows to everyone is when we actually go ahead and do the, the yeah programs actually the, the most important uh, part is this behind the scene work um, is the center headed by anyone? It's actually headed by Dr. Noura Athani. Uh, she's the director of Qatar University Young Scientist Center, and she's the one that founded uh, also the program, uh, which is Al Bayrak program, the initial program. Very nice. Very nice. Can you tell us a little bit more about the partnerships? Um, who have you been partnered with uh, and the uh, kinds of workshops and activities that the center has been engaging? Uh, yes, actually, wh when we started in 2010, uh, we have always had the support of the, the UNESCO. So they are uh, our partners and also the Qatar National Commission for um, uh, education uh, <laughs> for education yes they are our partners as well and throughout the years we had multiple partners from the oil and gas industries different companies who support our vision and believe in what we do and they see the outcomes of our students so we have been sponsored by Shell by Maersk, Maersk Oil by Ras Gas different companies so far and now of course our, uh, uh, the, our uh, recent uh, sponsor is the uh, Rasta Fan Industrial City Outreach Program. Yes, <laughs> and of course, one of the uh, one of the main partners with us is the Ministry of Education, of course, because it gave us a lot of op opportunities to reach out to the schools and to give these workshops and to engage more students in our uh, programs. Also, that's wonderful. And and please tell us um, some examples of the activities and workshops that you've organized in the past. So the mainly that we started with material science workshop, uh, that we give different workshop about material science. But recently, as uh, Ruba said, the opportunity of us becoming a center provided uh, more opportunities to include more fields such as technology, ICT, electronics, electrical engineering, and also give us a chance as an engineer to use some of our uh, backgrounds in developing these workshops to deliver it to the students and engage them more. And, and do the students like uh, taking these workshops? Of course. <laughs> you can course, see that. Yeah. yeah, but I think if you uh, if you check some of our social media, 
that yeah. you will be to, uh, you will be able to see yeah. the students working and they are engaging and uh, and it's very fascinating uh, I exactly think. because the thing is that how would you know that this student is really interested and he is engaged with you and uh, he likes to be here is when you see his outcome and you see his, his commitment so we have many students who have joined us who have never been in an environment where they can innovate and come up with ideas or invent something uh, when you ask them at the beginning of the workshop do you think you have the ability to invent some might say no uh, but then at the end each one of these students came up with an idea or an innovation or developed a solution for something so uh, if they're not interested or they're not happy, they would not have reached the, this point. Of yes, uh, <laughs> probably they would, uh, you know, quit along the way. Exactly. Yeah, so that's a really good indicator. <laughs> yes. uh, but what kinds of activities? They uh, um, uh, assemble uh, uh, robotic kits, perhaps, or, or play with Lego. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more <laughs> we about? We have different programs, yes. actually. We have different programs for different ages. We work with primary, preparatory and high school students. So for each group of students, we have specific programs. But uh, the first program we started with was a researcher program. Uh, it's a program where high school students come to the university and they work in the research complex there with the, with the researchers as assistant researcher. So it's like uh, they're not students anymore. They are like researchers, researchers. they have to work. And they work, uh, work on this research from, from point zero until it's completed and then uh, pr uh, presented as a paper. This is one of our programs. But we have so many others. Uh, Shahid, my colleague, she's responsible for many Many interesting uh, courses. Maybe she can give uh, you. Thank tell you very much, <laughs> Ruba. Uh, other programs like I'm discovering material, uh, problem solving, ICT, uh, Arduino. Uh, all of these programs are actually been designed to to engage more students because we can bring students to the university, but of course it's always limited with the resources, the number of uh, labs available, the number of uh, professors available to supervise these students. So how can we also bring all this information and knowledge to the students? That would make us develop a lot of workshop that could be delivered at schools and the student would gain so much information about it. Uh, I would like, for example, to, uh, to give a small example of uh, students. They have worked with sensor. They have developed uh, a lot of prototypes. Uh, some of them actually, because during the COVID-19, most of the ideas were all, always developed uh, how to to prevent yourself from COVID-19 using the sensor and technology. So it's really fascinating that some of the young students bring really innovative ideas. And uh, as we have mentioned before, some of these ideas are already in the stage of uh, being uh, uh, recorded as an IP. Just to build on the previous question, you said the workshops and activities uh, have been uh, uh, developed and delivered to students from uh, for K-12 mainly. Yes. Uh, are there or have there been any university students who uh, participated in the center's activities as well? Yeah, recently we have actually started to let more undergraduate students be involved in this process. Uh, during COVID-19, it's actually triggered a lot of ideas from our sides that uh, to engage these undergraduate students with the K-12 students uh, so they become as a role model for these students and it will encourage them. Uh, I can see some university students working uh, with me. I would like to be like him. I would like to join STEM field. So it was really fascinating uh, idea and an environment was created to join these uh, students from two different ages into the same goal, which is like increase the love and passion and motivation towards STEM. It's also beneficial for the undergraduate students who are, who are joining us because uh, other than they are learning about research and they have their own courses that we give them about research, they also uh, become mentors for younger students. Uh, 
so it develops like many traits in their personalities. It's, uh, it, it actually changes them. Uh, to, uh, they are not just students, they are now mentors for younger students. Yeah, that's yeah, great. Yeah. <laughs> that's really great. Yeah. So the, the, the older, more experienced students uh, become mentors of the younger students. Yes, exactly. And it's like, an, it's like an environment, like it's a joint environment between the school students and the undergraduate students. So it's like gives a better learning experience. Yes. Very for nice, students. very nice. Thank you so much, Ms. Rova and Ms. Shahad, for being here today. I have a bunch of questions, mostly about the pedagogy of how to like communicate science to students. So how do you ensure that students are motivated? Do you have like any practices that, you know, foster motivation and kind of encourage students to be more innovative? Uh, we use different methodologies. I'll, take a, I'll talk about a little and I'll leave the rest for Rova. Uh, some of them, for example, we, we engage the students in this environment to work as a group as a teams, they compete against each other in bringing these ideas. And after they, they, they bring the idea and we work with them to develop it into actual prototype, they, they will go into, they will join a seminar that we actually organize also. Uh, the student will be presenting uh, as, in, as a level of a professional, we can say. Uh, they will be presenting this idea. And after that, they will be competing in a semi-final competition and a final competition where the best ideas will actually win later. Yeah, the thing is that uh, we are trying to uh, get rid of the traditional way of learning. Students have to sit in a class, they have to write, they have even when they are in their science class, they are restricted with specific rules and uh, they have some restrictions. What we do, what we do is like break break these walls of a, of a class, and they just learn. They learn by themselves, by their peers from experts, so it's like uh, students are free, are free to, we of course we give them the, the guidance, but they, at the end of any workshop, they select a topic that they want to work, work on, and they have to like research about it, so the, the thing that motivates them the most is like the less restriction in the class, and then they have the ability to invent and innovate and came up with solutions. Mainly we focus on providing the tools to the students where they can use it to innovate and to, to engage and to learn more about science, it's true. I think that's wonderful. You mentioned a point about how in traditional classroom there's like a wall between the professors and the students and that can be, that can kind of hinder the performance of the professor and of the students because sometimes when they're not communicating properly, the students are not as engaged so they're not taking as much from the professor and the professor is not properly identifying what students need. So I think that's actually great and um, it's really important to kind of focus on individual students and encourage them to be themselves instead of existing within a bubble. I think that's wonderful. So um, what have been some of the challenges um, of delivering all of this to students? Because even though sometimes like when you're trying to deliver everything, it's not, it doesn't always go as planned. So could you speak to us about the challenges of this center? I think like the main challenge that we observe is like students, they, they don't have the confidence that they have the ability to invent or create. They just don't have the confidence. Sometimes they don't even see themselves as inventors or finding a, a solution, a practical solution. So this would be the, the, the first thing we observe, for example, when we go to a class of students, we, we, we sense that. Uh, so this is the challenge, how you make, how you transform the students in a sp specific period of time uh, and give them their confidence back. Uh, that they can uh, invent and create and uh, uh, be active. Uh, so this is, I think, the, the main challenge for us. Of course, we face other challenges, but we can, <laughs> but we can con yeah. conquer any other. Not the main reason, to be honest. <laughs> but, 
What what was the biggest challenge that you face and and managed to overcome? I think for us is COVID. Yes. Mm. yes. COVID. COVID because I said that COVID hit we just began at the center. Uh, I remember it was March. Yeah. Yeah, March 2020 and we just began at the center. We were very excited, very happy we were going to do this, that we had plans, everything was was, was planned, but then the lockdown. So But uh, we are very proud of ourselves that we have achieved more than during what COVID we expected, yeah. <laughs> than the previous year when it was. But actually, yeah. COVID provided an opportunity not only for us, of course, for all education center. But we can see that we came up with really innovative ideas that we didn't thought of it before. Yeah. Like, for example, engaging the undergraduate students, the, yeah. the opportunities and the, the things that can come yeah. uh, the as an output. Yeah. That we can give to students. Uh, that that we can uh, that they are applicable online and uh, in, in school for example yes it go, yeah. it gave us like a little bit more flexibility so we are more flexible now to give the the workshop virtual or in person and also it uh, it improved us developed us because now we're using more technologies into our uh, workshops and engaging more development uh, in our workshops too yeah that's great yeah i definitely think covid was a huge challenge for everyone because communicating was hard everybody was going through so much mentally yes. and it was really difficult to just you know interact with others so i think the fact that you guys managed to achieve so much during covid is really really impressive what would you like to tell the listeners of our podcast about qatar university young scientist center uh well if they are students i will tell them to take the opportunity to take the opportunities that we can provide them and just make use of it come come to our center visit us see what we can offer to you maybe you'd like We'd like to join some of our programs that, that we offer and uh, you'd benefit from it. <laughs> and I think uh, I would like to say that everyone have the ability, everyone have the capability. He just have to do a little work. Yeah. A little magic. Yes. <laughs> so he will be and able to. Yes. Well. And to clarify, um, it doesn't have to be a student who's studying engineering, correct? Yes, true. Who uh, every would ba- like to join. Every background is welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Even for us, like when we go to schools where we don't specify that For example, I want the A-plus students, for example, yes. or I want the students who are in the science or engineering major. It's open for, for, uh, for, uh, for anyone, anyone who's interested, of course, who can join. And when, when we work with students, we don't even notice, for example, if we don't notice, for example, if they are like the achievers, if they are the achievers of the school, or if they are, if they are not, for example. Some, some of our students, they have learning difficulties, but we never know. Right. We never know unless somebody tells Point us. Out that this person has learning difficulties, we don't know because everybody is just working hands-on uh, and they are engaged, they are uh, in- interested, so, so yeah. <laughs> I think uh, during this experience, uh, it, it affects us also as, uh, as a research assistant because we have seen the change. We have seen these students transform to a better person with more capabilities. So it's really overwhelming uh, journey. It's very uh, t- yeah, emotional for us too. So, uh, yeah, as we mentioned, we are welcoming everyone to come and join us and everyone who have an idea would like to work with us. It also will be our pleasure and we will, uh, it will be great also to transform it into actual product too. That's really wonderful. Thank you so much for that uh, kind invitation. Um, so if any student, um, you know, uh, who is studying in K-12 or uh, any university here in Qatar would like to Uh, join any of the workshop um, or the activities that the uh, QUYSC organizes, how can the student uh, do that? Uh, who to contact, where to go? Uh, perhaps you can uh, uh, tell us 
uh, a contact information or a uh, social media account. They can um, check our website, uh, QUISC, and in the website we keep uh, updates of all the workshops that we are giving. Uh, they, they can also learn more about the, the, the workshops, there are description of each workshop that we give and all of our contact information are there. There are also links for our social media accounts in the website as Social well. media will help all the people to know our updates, yeah. what's going on. So, yes, yeah. And, no. yeah, and you have a social media presence on Instagram and also on Twitter. Instagram, yes. Twitter, Facebook, Facebook. Uh, Snapchat, yes. YouTube. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, thank you so much again for taking the time to thank speak with us. Thank uh, you very we much. really, really enjoyed the information that you shared and hopefully um, you know, uh, more of our listeners would uh, be interested in, in joining QUYSC's uh, programs and activities. Well, thank you thank for you. having us. Yeah, thank, thank you, you so much. Thank, thank you, Ruda, and thank you, Shahad. It's really, it's been a pleasure having you guys here. And thank you to the Y Summit for enabling this opportunity. We are really grateful for um, having you guys here. Thank you, Y Summit. We really appreciate the uh, space provided for us to have this conversation uh, with QUYSC research assistants. Miss Ruba and Miss Shah. Thank you for listening to Science Journal Podcast. Don't forget to visit our website, sciencejournalqa.com, and follow us on Instagram at sciencejournal.qa. This episode of Science Journal was produced by Professor Anto Mohsin and his research assistants. Asma Nakib, Elissa Mifleh, and Ahmed Jassim. It was edited by Ahmed Jassim, Asma Nakib, and Elissa Mifleh. Graphics and artwork by Ahmed Jassim. This recording was done during the 2021 Y Summit held at QNCC with the theme Generation Unmute, Reclaiming Our Future Through Education. The World Innovation Summit for Education is an initiative of Qatar Foundation, which is a non-profit organization working in education, research, and community development. The biennial summit brings together a global community of innovators and education leaders active in 200 countries across the world. WISE is providing a global platform for the development of new ideas and solutions to the most pressing challenges in education. We would also like to thank Mr. Basim Hijazi, who facilitated this recording at the conference venue. Mm-hmm.